welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today we're here to do the third episode of what I'm now going to be calling Pilot Watch. I'm your host Matthew and joining me today my co-host is Gray. How are you? Doing? Hello, I'm fine, thank you. Good to hear from you. Cool, you too, yourself. Um, <laughs> so I think the last time you were on was... It was either the TV talk that we did or it was Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Uh, yeah, they were very finale. close together, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think it was the TV talk last one, so was, uh, we yeah. talked about a bunch of stuff there. Uh, Grey does have a category on the website, so if you're interested in either of those, you should be able to find those episodes in there as well. So that would be pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, I, I haven't actually given this sort of, if you want to call it, side series of like the TV talk stuff that we do. Um, but I think Pilot Watch is an appropriate sort of name. We are, well, watching the pilots of certain shows. Uh, this is going to be the third episode of them. Uh, me and Robert did the previous two episodes where we, talk, where we talked about different shows. Um, but today, you recommended me to watch uh, Channel 4's Chewing Gum. And I recommended you to watch Netflix's uh, Black Summer. So, yes. um, first of all, because you know, the audience knows already what shows we're going to be talking about. But um, we're going to keep it spoiler free like we, we usually do with some of these you know, TV episodes and that. So, uh, just keep that in mind as well. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Chewing Gum on Channel 4. I saw it on there listed for two seasons. Um, do you know if that was cancelled or actually ended after two seasons? So um, the reason why I sort of suggest it to you is I'm a huge fan of Michaela Cole and her writing. And the reason why she ended the series is because she felt she had creatively peaked with that that story. Fair enough. Um, So it was her decision. And that's very much what I like about Michaela is Mm -hmm. everything is her decision. She has a lot of creative control. So if it's not right for her, she won't do it. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the story behind the end of that season. Cool. Uh, just going to read a bit about the show and then I'll give you my opinion on the first episode, which was the episode that I watched. Uh, Chewing Gum is a British television sitcom created by Michaela uh, Cole, which uh, Gray just mentioned. Based on her 2012 play Chewing Gum Dreams, it stars Cole, um, Robert Lonsdale, Susan Wokma. Uh, Daniela Waters and uh, Tanya Franks. Set in London, the show follows a 20-year-old shop assistant, Tracy Gordon, a restricted religious virgin who wants to have sex and learn more about the world. Fair enough. Uh, The show um, earned Coel the BAFTA for Best Female Performance in a Comedy Program and Breakthrough Talent, which is really good stuff as well. Um, So I, I liked this first episode. It's very much... You know, I think if, even if you showed this to me and told me that it wasn't on Channel 4 or E4 or whatever, uh, it's available on all four in the UK for free for those that uh, want to go and watch it. You you can really tell it's got it's got very much the DNA of a uh, Channel 4 E4 sort of sitcom in in, in the same kind of vein as like uh, things like the Inbetweeners and things like uh, recently Dead Pixels, which I think is getting a second season, um, Wasted, which is another show. It's really in that British kind of. How can I kind of categorize it? It's sort of like clumsy comedy. Like you, you are mm. watching these characters for the for the most part, kind of make fools of themselves. I mean, for those people that you know have seen In Between Us, which was what two thousand eight, I think it started. You, you kind of, I think you, you get what I mean by that. It's very much sort of your main characters in these shows, including chewing gum here. Um often try to just do something but exaggerate their attempt to, to do it. Like they they try too hard or um yeah they 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 sort of do that kind of thing. Um so it's very much in that sort of DNA as well and I will say for the first like 
five or ten minutes or so of the episode for about half the episode it wasn't quite clicking with me but once I sort of got into the rhythm or the sort of gist of what the show was was doing uh, and sort of settled back into that E4 Channel 4 style of comedy because it's been a little while since I've I've seen uh, a comedy like that from E4 um I, I got on with the episode a lot better and uh, just kind of went with what the show was was sort of going for. Um, but no, I, I like the first mm. episode. I think it's it, it's a it's a weird thing because obviously when you're when you're following protagonists or characters that you don't want to fail, usually like you know you don't want your favorite characters to die or to fail with in any way, shape, or form. But these shows are built where they kind of thrive off of the failure of, of of a character or they sort of like make a fool of themselves and it yep. adds to the comedy but it doesn't create like a massive downfall for a character like um Tr- Tracy in this show um sorry not Tracy um yeah Tracy in this show she goes to do certain things and you kind of already can get the gist from the show that like okay she's not going to su- succeed a lot of things that she's doing um but you kind of you're along for the ride with it in a way like you're not rooting for her to fail you're rooting for her to kind of um succeed in that and oftentimes she won't especially in this first episode and sometimes she will and in kind of a clumsy accidental sort of way um i'll I'll give i'll give one example of like a clumsy sort of successful thing you know when she goes into that room with that guy and they start sort of almost guessing what they want to do to each other and that's almost yeah. like a sort of okay. You can tell that like okay, neither of them really know what they're doing or what they want or like are really comfortable with the situation. But like neither character sort of failed in that situation. Whereas you've got um, the date scene in this episode where Tracy's clearly trying too hard and she's getting this advice off of her friend and and this other woman and it's like she's putting in too much of an effort and it's this comedic clumsy kind of fail. If you get what I mean, yeah. and then and then, yeah, and then yeah. the guy in the same scene later is like, okay, he's he's literally asking for the check like five minutes into their date, and then he's leaving. That kind of thing. So, um, but what, what did you think of Chewing Gum when you saw it? So when I watched it, like when it was originally out, I think I did probably watch it in about 2015, 2016. Yes, yeah, I really. Yeah, it's from 2015. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Really, sort of. Um, it just enjoyed the humour, the silliness of it. It's one yeah. of those things, as you said, an E4 DNA of the E4 Channel 4 drama uh, comedy that you can just sit and not really focus on that much. It can be, it's something that you laugh at. Um, but going back and watching it again, understanding what Cole is like as a writer, you see a lot more textured in it. And you, I know we shouldn't in a comedy look for lots of different textures, but she wants to tackle really challenging topics and in chewing gum she's trying to do it in a comedic way and some of those topics and as you said in those first 10 minutes make you feel uncomfortable and that's what she's about she's trying to use the discomfort to tell the stories and her her progression in her storytelling has come about in her most recent program i may destroy you on bbc and going back and watching this i can see where she has come as a writer so for for a lot she created this she wrote it she stars in it she composed and chose all the music in season two she is the lead producer of the program she interweaves her entire dna through this because she has her own life experiences that she's trying to bring out into her characters to allow these communities 
to be able to feel more comfort in talking about them because you know they are cringy they are making you feel uncomfortable but she stuck comedy on it if you now go and watch Mm. i may destroy you it's very much a drama and it's got um, that same texture but at a much heightened level um more money has been given to the program the narrative is really her way there's no other sort of in you know external forces going in whereas chewing gum i felt was a real proper coal piece of work and no i liked it strong women and weak men early sort of showing of that that that's really good to see in 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 her in her um narratives and her characters and although we're saying it's a comedy as a genre i just thought it had a lot of drama but with an edge you know they're really dramatic topics like if you think about the religion aspect Mm, you've both got her her sister and the 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 boyfriend she's been with um you've got consent yes delivered in a humorous way but her friend has like desires and she's trying to explore the idea of consent with her partner and then when i'm not trying to spoil but there's the scene later on in the very public party where she's trying to correct him and understand what's right and what's wrong in the right sort of situation there's um discussions about race you know our our lead male character is white um and we he opens his opening dialogue between him and the main character you're starting to bleed into those discussions of race and that's really a sensitive topic all delivered in a comedy way and it's not until you watch it back and think wow She's getting all this in underneath and, you know, I'm a little bit, maybe I'm going a little bit deep, but, you know, I think that's the power of a good, good comedy. You're not going to necessarily forget about it straight away because it keeps it ticking over in your mind. Yeah, Uh, I think I am going to, I don't know, like, how immediately I'll continue with the show, but I'm definitely curious to see where they go with this character and a few of the other ones that they've introduced and kind of how they tackle this character's, I guess, like, sexual journey and and things like that. Like, she's got all this, there's all this religious stuff in the show and things like that. And speaking of, you know, because, you know, tackling any kind of topic around religion, whether it's something serious or dramatic or something in between, is always difficult because there's always beliefs and people, you know, um, are religious and whatnot, and they're going to look at the show differently as as opposed to somebody who isn't religious. Uh, one of the best scenes I think in the episode. Uh, how can I kind of describe this without spoiling it? The bedroom scene where she's, I'll say, overly dressed up. Yes. And the guy is looking through those books. Yeah. I think you know which scene I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like she's trying to stand there and like figure out, okay, how do I stand for when this guy turns around? And it again, it's this thing where like he's spouting this kind of religious stuff to her about like, okay, you're you know you're you're bad and all this sort of thing, and she's simply just trying to be like, okay, I like you and I wanna I wanna do this with you, mm. and then like he runs off and you know other things happen and that, and that's a scene where you know some people could take it you know quite seriously and that, but it's done. It, it you get oh, I mean at least from you know me and my own experience with the episode I got what they were going for they were going for this like he's trying to do the serious stuff in the scene and she's trying to do the awkward comedy and they bounce off each other in that uh, as well not yeah. just in that scene but in in some others in in the episode as well again it's that it, it's that specific e4 I'll just say channel 4 e4 kind of thing of a character trying too hard and comedically failing but not to a point where like it's overly dramatic. It's a comedic type of fail. Where like, okay, in the next scene they'll be fine, or like they'll they'll, they'll recover from this, or they'll they'll forget about what what happened in that. But you 
can often see in those type of scenes where you know what that character is trying to do and you pretty much know that they're not going to do it successfully but it still comes off as funny as funny and uh mm. i i thought that that uh, that the uh, show pulled that off really well as well so not just with those two characters but with other characters as well so um yeah overall i uh, i enjoyed it um i'm interested to see the rest of it like you said there's there's only was it 12 episodes in in total two seasons yes yeah, two seasons six. of six yeah two six yeah uh, episodes and that so um yeah it's going to be fairly short for me to go through i'm gonna well i'm not in any like rush to get through it it's not like i've got to yeah. catch up for a third season or something but uh <laughs> yeah it uh it grabbed my interest more than i thought because i do remember um when i saw a trailer for it and it maybe didn't quite do it justice at the time i don't I, you know it was five years ago maybe i, I was you know feeling differently about the show and, and whatever at that at that point but uh I, I remember when you recommended it to me i was like oh yeah i remember that show from like um a few years ago and then now obviously you know, i've gotten older and sort of changed my views on certain things and that and then went back to the show with you know a bit more of an open mind and whatnot and um yeah i, th- I thought it was was fairly good and because some people would look at some of these types of shows and be like okay this is cringy stupid kind of comedy and i can understand why some people would feel that way but it 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 there's a line that they don't quite cross where it's like okay you can get away with cringy comedy and make it good when you get to stupid comedy there's a line there as to where like your audience might switch off and i don't feel like yeah. the show went over that line to make it stupid no, comedy. it definitely wasn't the slapstick corner was it no, it, it no. didn't get slapstick which is where you would probably turn off yeah yeah because there is like mm focus and stuff and fairly decent you know character development and things like that and like you said there's a the friend character in there as well and she's kind of considering different things so yeah it's a a, i mean how much we've already talked about as well this is a 22 minute episode and uh they managed to put quite a lot into it so it's good so uh anything else i'm glad you enjoyed it (laughs) Yeah, good. Thank no, you for no, the, I would uh... just yeah, I would say Michaela Cole. If if anyone is interested, I'm probably on a little bit of a fangirling moment here. Uh, <laughs> the stuff that she's done has been absolutely fantastic, and uh, um, I followed most of her career, and this is definitely um, a very good example of her skill set. Cool. Uh, anything else on uh, chewing gum you want to talk about? No. No, I'm going to say that I think it's also a Netflix I discovered when I was doing a bit of research earlier today. Um, so as well okay. as being on all four, if you want it advert free pop over to netflix yeah so have a look out for both of those i'm not sure about this uh us and all that but uh just just have a look around on your streaming services i'm sure you'll find it somewhere so because there is this sort of like channel 4 netflix relationship that's been there for a while isn't there so yeah. just uh just check what's around you there's you know with the amount of streaming services that are out there i'm sure it's on something so have a look out for that as well Hey guys, what's up? This is Donnie, and I host the Adulting with Donnie podcast. And this is not the show to listen to if you're trying to be a better adult. I started this podcast as a way to offload some thoughts uh, that I have throughout the week. My topics vary widely every week. Movies I've seen, guns and gun control, sex, people that are stupid, why I don't care about celebrity opinions, TV shows, snowmobiling. The list goes on and on. I'm always taking topic suggestions from fans of the show, too. So join me each week on Adulting with Donnie as I pour some bourbon and allow you to see the inner workings of the mind of a madman. Live free and rant hard.
I'm Christy. And I'm Jackie. And we are Killer Fun. We explore the intersection of crime and entertainment every other week. For as long as people have been communicating, they have been talking about who did what to whom, and is that socially acceptable? Because the boundaries of society, crime, and entertainment have always gone hand in hand. The more salacious, the weird, the better. From books and movies to television shows and games, we look at how life and art imitate and inform one another. And we can't get together and not laugh. So let's face it there's going to be laughing. (laughs) Killer Fun is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. So join us. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. So I think we should move on to the show I recommended you. Uh, it's Black Summer, which switching genres dramatically from you know British comedy to uh, American horror zombie uh, drama shows. Um, let's uh, yeah, let's go to your impressions first, I guess. Uh, what did you think of? Well, first, how many episodes did you watch? Just the pilot. So I watched the pilot. Um, and I, I you know, early spoiler, I will probably be going on to watch the next episode. I saw that Netflix obviously tells you a second season is coming. Yeah yeah so um yeah i was quite impressed um when you first uh gave me i was i haven't always been a huge zombie fan um i watched walking dead right through to season seven i believe mm-hmm. um yeah just got i got a little bit tired of it um i think it was getting to the point they just uh, brought in Negan and there was you know the the storyline around Glenn and that and Abraham and I sort of turned off so I had not watched a zombie drama in quite a while um and if I hadn't read the biog um or that Netflix tells you about um and I watched the first probably five minutes of this five ten minutes you wouldn't have necessarily known it was a zombie drama and that's what kind of drew me in at the start um and i was like oh actually this is really good there's so many questions if i hadn't read the blurb i've got so many questions about what's going on in these scenes and um you know how we are going to follow these characters i really enjoy different ways of telling stories there are your your cliched ways which you know you have a scene and then it goes 10 days earlier or 10 months earlier and sometimes that's a bit gets a bit tired but the way we're looking at um black summer and i'm obviously only in episode one 
was really good so for those people who don't know it's, it's a chaptered approach that's not a spoiler um they do it in chapters and the chapters are headed up by a character and you're seeing the story develop from these different characters um uh, points of view and i really like that i'm really into different storytelling and seeing how different characters move along their journey and develop their narrative and what i liked about episode one is the timeline jumped around as well so it wasn't this all taking place in the same 45 minutes. Um, you've got a scene that happens towards the end, which is clearly um, at a different time than at the beginning because of how you see the storyline develop. Um, so I, I was really intrigued. That's probably why I'm going to be watching it uh, a second viewing. Um, the only thing I, I struggled with, but I understand the style, is the camera work quite shaky quite um uneasy for me um i i sometimes i get what they're trying to do they're trying to um, make the sense of this anxiety with the characters within the the program but i i sometimes at points just felt it really uneasy and shaky on me um there was a chapter which confused me a little bit um I don't know how I can say this without spoiling, um, but there's a, a probably the fourth chapter in is a male character's name. And you see the male character, but then for the majority of the time, you follow this female character. Do you know which one I mean, Matt? Am I being Not coded quite. enough? Uh, I, I, so I, I, I know what you mean in terms of when yeah. they switch between characters that you're following. I, I remember yeah. that sort of stuff. So, yeah. so yeah. They, I'll say it. It's not a huge point, but Lance's chapter. Um, so you start with a young couple at the beginning of the chapter and you think, oh, this is the boy that I'm following. And then something happens and you see a character from the previous chapter dip in. But then you spend the rest of the time following this female character and then at the end of her little journey you're introduced to another character and i'm thinking i suppose i suppose it confused me but i think that confusion was good because it set up lots of questions for for what might be in in episode two um i liked the open-ended stories i i want to know how the timelines fit together i want to know how these individual characters are important enough to be able to be connected and therefore there is a bit of a walking dead vibe about it because if we think about the first season of the walking dead mm-hmm. yeah. but i think there's a little bit more it's a little bit grittier um and it feels a little bit more fresh in terms of we're seeing lots of people it hasn't there hasn't been this huge time jump from when obviously we we wake up in the hospital in episode one of walking dead and we don't know how much time has gone it seems very fresh, this situation that Black Summer's sort of reporting on. So I'm probably saying loads of things that you're sitting there going, oh, that happens later down in the episode, or, <laughs> you, you know. But um, I also like the twists. There's a character in there called Spears. That was, a, to me, that was a twist. Definitely no spoilers there. Um, I just liked how they got to that. Um, and, yeah, I didn't expect it to to grab me, but it's now there on my Netflix episode two is lining up it definitely be something i'll be going on to sweet 
Nice. Uh, before I go to, on to talk about the show, let's just read a little bit about this one as well. Uh, I might have a piece of information in here that surprises you as well, so we'll read okay. this out. Uh, Black Summer is an American web television series created by Carl Schaefer and John uh, Hyams. The first season, cons- consisting of eight episodes, was released on Netflix April 11th, 2019, so it's already over a year old. Uh, the series is produced by The Asylum. Here is the part that might... Uh, Surprise you. The same production company behind Z Nation and is written and directed by uh, Hyams with Abraham Cox. Uh, writing and directing uh, additional episodes. Jamie King stars in the lead role as Rose, a mother who is separated. I don't think there's probably any spoilers in there. I'll just skip over that bit just in case. Uh, the series uh, garnered moderate approval from critics. Um, many of the filming locations are. Calgary, Alberta, in Canada. In Canada, classic. Uh, in November 2019, Netflix renewed it for a, a second season of eight episodes, which I'm very much looking forward to. Uh, so they mentioned in here the asylum which produced uh, Z Nation. This is apparently supposed to be a prequel to Z Nation, but given that I, I can tell you now, having having seen all of Z Nation and all of this first season of Black Summer, there's no, at least at the moment, there's zero connection between them. Did you know it was supposed to yeah. be a Z Nation prequel? No, I did not know that. And and I know you were about to say the a bit about the mother. That's in the Netflix blurb. So okay. when I went on, it does say quite openly the mother separated from a child. So that isn't a spoiler if people log on to Netflix. That's yeah. the driving part of the story, apparently. Yeah. That's what drives some of the, mm. the It's like the one narratives. of the first things that happens as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's that. Uh, yeah, so it's not like you don't need to go and watch the Nation to watch this or whatever. They're not really connected at all. Uh, unless unless in the second season they're going to do something to connect it. I'm not sure. Um, also, this just... In comparison to Z Nation, Z Nation's basically like a comedy zombie TV show. Uh, and this is very much a serious kind of dark, gritty zombie TV show. Uh, so they're not even like sort of tonally connected, but you know, nonetheless. Um, I really, really loved this when I saw this. Uh, I think it's fair to say I'm much more of a sort of horror and zombie fan than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and yeah. That sort of thing. I've watched you know lots of different uh, zombie shows. I am completely up to date with Walking Dead. We do have a Walking Dead podcast, of course. Um, I uh, looked recently at Train to Busan and some other stuff. Uh, there's a lot of good. Um, you know, foreign um, zombie things out there like The Kingdom, which is also on Netflix. You've got, like I said, Train to Bazaar and, and some other stuff as well. Um, yeah, what one of the... I think the one thing from at least the first episode or, you know, from from the start that they they do really well and they avoid a zombie cliche with is you don't get anybody looking at their relative who's died and be like, oh, are you okay? When when they're like you know like when their family members turned or something and they clearly don't look human, and that zombie's going towards them, you don't get any main characters that go like, oh, are you alright? And then they're slow and then they're slowly going towards them and then they get bitten. Um, mm. I don't recall any of that happening. And now that we've you know there's been decades decades worth of zombie stories, putting that into something is is quite old because it's like come on look this person's got like you know blood all over their face and they've probably got like a bite mark on their arm or whatever and no they don't look okay but this this show completely avoids that and you basically do get the the the, the characters realize pretty much from from the start that like okay my relative or friend or whoever or even just you know the the next zombie they come across there's clearly something wrong with them so i'm going to either fight them or run away and 
it might seem like quite a basic thing to get right, but that's a cliche that I really think zombie stories should continue to just avoid. Uh, and I'm, I was really glad mm. that, that the show managed to do that, especially in because in this show you've got more runner type of zombies, whereas in The Walking Dead you've got you know the slow kind of walker types yeah. of zombies. So especially in this show, you haven't got time to stand there and be like, "Oh, are you all right." kind of thing because by the time you've done that in this show yeah they pretty much would be on top of you and eating you and that so uh, I'm, I'm glad that they avoided that as well uh, how, how do you feel about them sort of avoiding well, that cliche that's the kind of element that really got me hooked and made it different a bit from walking dead because yeah. the timeline is something i really want to understand so it seems really early on in the problem but everyone is very aware of like the symptoms and what happens and there's no um, wasting time in thinking about this might, they might get over it. It's very clear cut. They know what causes the zombie problem. But, but how long have they known that? Is it a week, two weeks, a month? Um, there's just, yeah, there's lots of questions. I really hope episodes two to eight answer some of them. Or if I have to wait for season two, it might make me cross. But um, <laughs> yeah, there were some cliches that we all know about, but are you know in the whole idea of zombiness have they as everyone decided that these are the right cliches if we if we talk about how we get rid of a zombie you know that seems quite relevant but i was you know i like the fact that some of them ran um we we don't see that in the walking dead really do we no. they're all see, they're normally dragging themselves and crawling yeah see i suppose we because some people look at walkers and they think like okay they're no threat walkers is much more of like a zonal kind of thing where it's like okay let's say you need to get into a certain building for supplies and there's a horde, a small horde of zombies there where, where if, even if it's like i don't know five or six yeah that's more of a situation where like you have to work your way around them and not alert them whereas with this it's like okay you just have you have to run away and fight and arguably you know runners are more of a threat but there's still situations in you know certain media and that where it's a bit easier than you think to get caught out by walkers because you can get cornered in different situations and maybe you try and go through a door and it's locked and you you have to kind of fight your way out there. So, um, mm. I, I mean, I, I like both types and, I mean, I've got two different shows with, with different types because you've got Walking Dead with walkers and then this, which has um, runners and, and that. So uh, it's kind of serving, serving both. But, um, yeah, uh, for me, the season just got better and better as it goes on. Uh, I can't quite fully remember this, but I think each episode gets shorter. Yeah, as soon as I finished episode one, the next episode came up as 33 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And they, so... they go down to, like, 22 by the end. I think oh wow! Twenty-two minutes. Oh, something like that. that this weekend, I, I that, I that slightly wrong, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I remember them getting getting shorter. But uh, hey, sometimes as I, I've said this numerous times on uh, for different um, TV shows and that, sometimes short and sweet is just the way to go. You know, if Definitely. if you're going to get in there, you're not going to wait. You haven't because when you set out a show that's as short as that, whether it's six episodes or eight or something, and they're thirty minutes or or forty minutes. You haven't got time to waste. So if you're going to go in there and you're just going to fill out the whole episode with story and action and just not let up, it it just creates a shorter and sweeter sort of uh, story for the season. And I get with with you know different stories and that you need more time to to breathe and you know process moments and that. So I'm not saying that that works for every single show, but I think for a fast paced show like this, it it uh, definitely works a lot. So uh, that works as well. 
Um, yeah, looking forward to season two. Um, I don't know what stage they got to because, of course, not many things can like film at the moment. Um, but uh, I'm I'm pretty much looking forward to season two. Um, so how how are you feeling going into the uh, rest of the first season? I suppose. Well, now you've told me that the episodes get shorter, it does make me a little bit more keen to mm. sort of rush through it. I I am better with shorter things because sometimes my concentration span, <laughs> you know, if, if I want to watch a, um, a TV program with like 50 minute hour long episodes, like a lot of the HBO ones, mm. I really have to put aside a weekend afternoon where I can properly sit down and concentrate and focus. Yeah. Um, sometimes, you know, I get 45 minutes here, 30 minutes here. I just want something that is like really quick to consume and I can enjoy and my concentration span stays there. So I suppose now you've told me that it's easily a weekend binge thing now, you know, eight episodes that get shorter each time. Um, So I'm looking forward to getting through that. And yeah, I'll also look out for when season two is going to be released because uh, I think you may have got me hooked on another zombie film, a zombie program. Cool. Nice. <laughs> I guess I've done my job on the, on this one, and yeah. you, you did as well, because I'm going to watch the rest of uh, Chewing Gum at uh, at some point. So that might be a show that you know, just slightly moving back to, because uh, both of these shows are well short. I, I guess we could yeah. say. Um, I guess it might just be where I watch like an episode here, an episode there, and then because it's short, it will just be finished. Uh, yeah, soon. go over before you know soon. it so. yeah <laughs> uh cool i think that's uh pretty much everything we want to talk about with these two shows um so i guess we'd we'd both recommend both shows i liked chewing gum i really really liked um black summer i can't remember where i put it in my list for last year but it must have been it must have been in the top 10 i'd be surprised with myself if i put it outside the top 10 for uh for last year uh we did that in december so i can't remember that far back but uh yeah um so that should be pretty good um what was the other thing i was going to mention uh audience yes if you have or haven't seen this show are you looking forward to watching either of these given how we've talked about them if you have seen one or the other or both or parts of one or the other uh let us know what you thought of the shows uh both of the shows or just one of them uh matthew at entertainmenttalk.org twitter etalk uk there's a contact page and information in your show notes so let us know um how you feel about these two shows um so yeah we've both got yeah two seasons to watch of this show because uh yeah that's been renewed for a for a second season and whatnot so uh that's good stuff um Fantastic. That, uh, i think that's everything we wanted to cover for this episode mm-hmm. uh we'll be back soon um we haven't arranged it yet but we, i do want to keep doing these um pilot watch type episodes it it gives usually me as the host and the co-host you in this situation and robert on the other episodes just a chance of like okay i think the other host or the co-host would enjoy this show you recommend it to them and then you'd come in with just you know spoiler free impressions so we'll definitely keep doing these episodes and see how they go um and we'll arrange another one soon so we'll see how that goes uh, in the meantime, you can find everything that we have got on entertainmenttalk.org. Lots of stuff happening at the moment, so uh, have a look out for that. Uh, gaming Talk podcasts have been quite long lately because there's been just a lot of gaming news lately, which has been quite cool. Uh, so check out those. Uh, the classic reviews, Jim Carrey season, so look out for those. There'll be a new episode tomorrow, in fact, so have a look out for those. There's just a few episodes left, but uh, that's been pretty fun to do as well. Uh, as I said, Train to Basan uh, spoiler-free review is out there, and so is my spoiler-free review for Midsummer, the 2019 um, horror film as well. So have a look out for those, and just a bunch of other stuff on EntertainmentTalk.org. Um, Gray, you can be found on Geek Town as well. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I 
co-host on Geek Town uh, very sporadically. I'm also on Twitter at Grey the Geek. Um, if I'm not talking about TV, I'm normally fighting for consumer rights and complaining to companies that are giving me bad service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, sometimes companies need to need to be told. So yes. It's, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, go and find Grey uh, Grey the Geek on Twitter, and of course, um, speaking of Geek Town, you can find Geek Town Radio on Tuesdays. There is this week's episode out available today. There might be a familiar voice on there, maybe, maybe not. We shall <laughs> see. <laughs> but uh, you can find that on Tuesdays. That's GeekTown.co.uk and Geek Town Radio. Uh, that's on iTunes. Speaking of iTunes, you can rate, review, and subscribe to us, both us and Geek Town. On iTunes, just search for Geek Town and Entertainment Talk and find those feeds, rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, Bex is streaming daily on Twitch. That's Trista Bytes. So Trista and then B-Y-T-E-S. Go and follow her. Subscribe to her over there. She just did some really good work with the Samaritans as well. So uh, really good stuff from her, uh, what she's done over there. Some really, really great work. So check her out over there. Uh, Barry is still doing horror podcasts on uh, Talk and Stalk. There should be a new episode. He told me today it should be Thursday. So have a look out for that. I'm not in charge of that though so that's that's his thing but uh go and look for talk and stalk on youtube there's a couple of episodes available already if you like your horror stuff so have a look out for that uh, i think that's everybody's stuff to mention uh of course uh, patreon we are on there you can have a look at the one dollar and three dollar level tiers for review options instant podcast options and review options as well so have a look out for those amazon affiliate link if you're buying stuff on amazon we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra word of mouth you can simply tell people that you know about the website in your itunes feeds and all the other stuff that i've mentioned in this episode uh, social media facebook and twitter that really helps us out as well um speaking of twitch i'm on there sometimes with ghost of tsushima and once i finish with that i'll be back on last of us 2 with new game plus uh, let's play sundays is on a hiatus at the moment but but there is 50 episodes to have a look out for so go and have a good look out for those as well i think that's everything so thank you all very much for listening and we will see you next time goodbye bye bye